Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything, forgot to turn my mic off there. If you just heard me sigh deeply, I'm fine. (laughs) I hate it when I do that. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Sometimes I'm like... Oh, okay. All right. We only You're have an in, hour this left. This is intense. You've, you've had a marathon week. Mm-hmm. You oh. deserve all the cocktails at the oh. end of this week. I have oh my a question. Gosh. Yeah. What's more difficult, hosting or producing? Um, I would say producing. It's two different types okay. of... Okay. Apples uh, and oranges. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Because when I'm over there, I have to, as you know, you can't really let your mind wander or be creative at all. Mm-hmm. And I find myself... It's just a different challenge for me because I've never done it before. Mm. I've always hosted. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's a different challenge in that I have to be very um, left-brained instead of right-brained. Mm. I have to make sure to not let my mind go to la-la land mm-hmm. like Alexis can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to keep on your toes. You, it, you're you running the board, turning mics on and off and mm-hmm. everything else you're doing mm-hmm. over there. So it's a more it's a technical yeah. stress. Yeah. And I am artistic, so I want my mind to go into the daisy yeah, field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So you're a creative. Uh-huh, I'm okay. a creative person. Okay. So I think over here, it's just a matter of the enormity of the amount of material that yeah, we have content. to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Also, doing the traffic and weather is a little stressful. Yeah. Traffic and weather, man. Yeah, and then also all the sponsorships and, and things we have to make sure mm-hmm. and keep track of. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like I'm doing everything but... I'm so happy to have Elizabeth Reese here because after I also have a sinus infection. Oh, not to honey. go wham wham. No, but this is a this is a tough week. I mean, the Jason and Alexa show has been really hit hard <laughs> by. I mean, it's like the January typhoon. And if yeah. you're hanging in there with us and listening, thank you so much because I know it's not your typical yeah. what you're used to. With you love Jason and Alexa, so if you're still listening. I really appreciate you, you know, (laughs) and I really appreciate Elizabeth because she's basically playing the whole show. (laughs) I was so exhausted last night and um, and just everything you've brought to the table. I just want to thank you so much. You're so welcome. So here's another story from Elizabeth. I know I've got all sorts of good stuff. It's fun. (laughs) This is fun for me. So I'm I'm excited to be um, to be here and hanging out with you guys. And I'll be back with you tomorrow, too. Yes. But I was thinking about um, bosses who really overstep their bounds Ah. because. Because uh, the CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk, who is notoriously quirky, right? He, I yeah, mean, he fascinates me. He's fascinating. Yeah. When you talked about, we were talking about um, Billy McFarlane. Sonny was just talking about him in the Fire Festival just a few minutes ago. And when I was watching the stories about Billy McFarlane, it reminded me of Elon Musk. And I know, I mean, Elon Musk, I don't think is defrauding people, but he has that same like, That like very, that kind of charismatic way of, and then that visionary of looking at things 
most of us would think are impossible. Mm -hmm. That type of person just thinks is possible. And I think that those types of people can go one of two ways. They can either be wildly successful or they're criminals. (laughs) There's like no middle ground. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Tesla is based in California and 1.20 a.m. California time is when uh, all of his employees at Tesla got quite the memo. This happened on Friday. The Wall Street Journal is reporting about it. Now it's going going all over the place. Um, but Elon Musk got really, really upset about how things have been going at Tesla. Oh, no. And he's sending this out at 1.20 a.m.? Do you have, like, a bad boss? I mean, do you have bosses who just overstep their bounds ever and send things at the wrong time? I guess no. email is one thing. <laughs> Texting is another thing. Like, I feel like texting is where it crosses the line. If you're going to, mm. like, don't text me something about work in the middle of the night. You yeah. can email me something in the middle of the night because I'm not going to be checking my email. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, but true. a text is like, I always am checking my texts because you never know what's coming in. Yes. Um, but here's what happened. He uh, said that Tesla has had lots of accomplishments, but uh, there's another round of job cuts coming. Um, because the company needs to meet the challenges like making their cars, batteries, and solar products cost competitive with fossil fuels. That oh. their cars are still too expensive for most people. And, sure. you know, they came out with that cheaper Tesla. And I, I, I think it was what? It wasn't like 36000 or something. So mm. that's still... It's That's still, still an expensive car. It's still high-end for, for people, you yeah, know. Yeah, for most people. But I would say for like a luxury car, mm-hmm. that's still reasonable. I mean, I think like a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee is that much. Wow, at, yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. a really nice car. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Elon Musk saying they're still too expensive for some people that they are competing against massive entrenched competitors and their Tesla's employees have to work harder than other manufacturers to survive. Wow. Well, I and can then he, see that. He went on and said, all of this hard work is worth it to support the mission of accelerating the advent of sustainable transport and energy, which is important for all life on Earth. He really is an innovator. He's an innovator. I, I watched the Joe Rogan podcast where he smokes some weed. You know, yeah. that clip, because I'm like, yes. I don't want to see what this is all about. My husband listened to the whole thing. He did. And then he talked to me about it for like five days after. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about him? Well, I was I wanted to see because, you know, everybody has a different idea of and thoughts and feelings about marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, OK, let's see if he still sounds coherent. You know, is this somebody who is just trying it out and they haven't done it before? Um it seemed like he was still brilliant. <laughs> it didn't seem like he was he was really that affected by it. I think he opened up a little bit more and he seemed a little bit more relaxed. He's just fascinating to me, so I just wanted to see. He wants his his employees to work even harder though. He um he went on in this memo and said there are many companies that can offer a better work-life balance mm. because they are larger and more mature or in industries that are not so voraciously competitive. Oh. Um but he said we have to do everything we can to advance the cause. And and it's like we have to do it, and then what are you going to do when I do it? That's like, the thing. Yes, and this you is need to reward people that so, are going above and beyond. I think you're right, Don, and that is what um, that's what this writer who this there's a, an author who wrote about this, and then is talking about like what their take on it is, and the point that I think this author of this article makes that I think is really great is that okay, what happens when it's done, and actually is that 
mindset going to really end up hurting Tesla in the long run? Mm. Because, yes, he believes in this cause and he believes that this is so important that it's an it's it's important on like a global scale and on a sustainability scale scale. And in terms of like this needs to happen in order for humanity to survive. That's what Elon Musk believes. I mean, that's what he thinks is so important about his goal. But at the same time, when you do that and you disregard the individual's well-being, you actually aren't going to get the best work out of them. Absolutely I mean, there's not. so much research that shows that people with a better work-life balance, people who feel valued, yes. people who feel like their individual well-being is valued at the same level that the success of the company is, that they are then willing to work harder. Mm -hmm. Telling them that they have to sacrifice themselves in order to accomplish this greater goal of Elon Musk which is is not going to get them to work any harder, right? I mean, don't you feel like, I feel like when I get, um, you know, if if someone in the hall or someone at work says like, hey, I really noticed how hard you're working. I really appreciate that. That makes me not go, oh, well, they saw it, so I can't, I don't need to do it anymore. That makes me go, oh, I want to work even harder for that person. For sure. I mean, even here with me, knowing that our boss, you know, she, she sat down with me and she's like, listen, I know that you are busting your butt. She's like, and I see it, and I know that you're doing everything for the show. Right. <laughs> She's like, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I think you're a professional, and I am, I, I, just to hear that, it made me want to cry. Just because she's she's the nicest boss I've ever had when it comes to acknowledging and seeing that people who show up every day and they're consistent and they work hard. I mean, just hearing that made me go, I want to stay. You know, know. it really is. It makes a huge difference when they say, I see you Mm -hmm. and I see what you're doing. This memo makes me very nervous for the future of Tesla. I had a rough week last week with my teen and Amy sent me a text message saying, you know what? I like what you did last week. Thank you. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Somebody likes me. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. You know, just having people come in and be consistent and to know that I can count on you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I love it. Well, thank you. And, and well, it's just a love fest here, isn't it? <laughs> <A love fest. laughs> that's Bosses because that's what note. Elon Musk did to us. He sent out that, <laughs> yeah. that message that said, basically, like, throw yourself in front of the Tesla if that's what it takes to get this thing done. And sometimes people are so, I, I encounter this with a couple of people in my family. They're so incredibly smart that they don't have a lot of um, emotional intelligence. Yeah, and yeah. maybe that's what's happening with him. Some that's people exactly that have a it. super high IQ have a hard time relating to people. It's like their brain doesn't work that way. And he's so driven and focused on his goal, but then forgets to say, I mean, there's just different ways to run a company. Yeah, but you're not going to get it done if you can't. I mean, you. part of the deal of being a leader is inspiring people to do the best job they can for you mm-hmm. and valuing them in order to do so. Yes. And I, I don't, I'm worried that I'm never going to get myself driving Tesla. Notice how this comes back <laughs> no. to my personal concerns about how I can stop driving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like I said earlier in the show, I got a chance to ride in one. Um, a friend of mine has a friend. And we all went out one night, and he was so proud of his car. It's so cool to, he's like, let me show you where the trunk is in the front. (laughs) This is so cool. I need one of these. Yeah, and just riding in that car, this self-driving car, it was terrifying to me because we were on 35W uh, going northbound into the city. And I'm like, oh, God, it knows when other cars are around. It slows down and speeds up on its own. And it was a little frightening, but also fascinating. It's got to be smarter than most drivers. Oh, It's got to be. Gotta be because it's not texting. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, it. before we uh, break off and do the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. How convenient! <laughs> oh, you're right here with us. I have to tell you about our half price deal. It goes on sale actually right now. It's one session of Cryo T Shock Slimming, Toning, or Fat Loss. And this is a $348 value for only $174. This is from Blue Ice Cryo Spa. Uh, And just to give you a little bit of information about this, if you don't know what that is, it combines the power of cryotherapy and thermography to help you reshape your body. Eliminate localized fat, reduce cellulite, as well as tone and tighten the skin. It's a painless and non-surgical alternative to liposuction. So just a little bit about that. You can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword deals for this offer. That's blueicecryospa.com is also their website to check out more. Okay, coming up next, hopefully you love her because she's going to be talking again. And we're going to be doing the Dirt Alert next on MyTalk1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we are back with Elizabeth Reese with everything that's happening in entertainment. What do you got for us right now, Elizabeth? How convenient. I was already here for yes. the Dirt Alert. <laughs> yes. um, Carrie Underwood had a baby boy. Isn't this exciting? She just yes. posted about it. She and her husband, Mike Fisher, have welcomed their miracle baby. His name is Jacob Brian Fisher. Aww. So they have a three-year-old, Isaiah Michael, and they just announced the news yesterday saying that the baby was born on Monday, and sources are saying that they are so overjoyed, in particular because it's been a really rough few years. Uh, she had multiple miscarriages. Oh, yes. And um, and then she had the accident where she fell and yes. um, had to have all of that plastic surgery on her face. It is, you know, it's funny when you see the picture of her and the baby. Um, she has talked about how she will never look exactly the same. Yeah. Because she had to have, you can kind of see the scar going from her nose to her upper lip. And it does. Now, granted, she just had a baby, so she doesn't look and she does no makeup. She looks beautiful. But at first you're like, oh, that is Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Because there is something slightly different about her following that accident. Right. I think uh, since we all look at our face more than anybody else does, it's probably a little bit more um, noticeable to her. To her, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. She um, shared these just uh, darling little photos. Sources saying they're just feeling so blessed. And um, uh, Mike Fisher shared a celebratory post of his own and um, said the last few years has had its challenges and makes this moment even more sweet. Now, I want to bring something up about Mike Fisher. He also... This is insane to me. They're about to have a baby. This weekend, he posted a picture of their brand new German Shepherd puppy. That's a bad idea. What are they? I know that they're celebrities and they have a lot of people probably to help them. Oh, but man. But what? Are, Elizabeth, can you imagine? No, I think like, puppies are harder than newborn babies. So here you are <laughs> about to give birth and your husband is like, I'm going to adopt. Like, I'm going to get a puppy. I can't believe it. And Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. A German Shepherd puppy. I know. It's it's insane. I was like puppy and baby in the same weekend. Well, I don't know. We have friends who are pregnant. They're expecting a baby and they got a new puppy recently. No. And I even was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is too close. And you are talking to a person who in the last four years, I mean, at one point I had two dogs and then we lost one of our dogs. So oh. I still have one. Yes. And then um, I have a four year old, an 18 month old and a flock of chickens. Yeah. And the dogs push you over the edge. Yeah, they it is do. a hard. That's a that's a hard reality to come to when you when you. I mean, you love your dogs. I'm a total dog person. I love dogs. I yeah. will always have a dog. But that um, the things that your dog does before you have a baby that annoys you, then when you have a baby, it's like a hundred oh, times. Oh, it's so. You know bad. how like it annoys you if your dog barks when the mailman comes, right? I mean, then you have a baby, and then it throws you into like. Yeah, because they're mostly because of nap time is just so important. (laughs) And whenever a dog or a puppy whining all night, I I can't believe it. I just, I mean, they they would just have to have a dog babysitter all the (laughs) time. You'd have to hire a a puppy sitter. Yeah, a dog nanny, 100%. Okay, this Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron story just continues. Really? Are they the new it couple? So this is being reported by the Daily Mail today um, that they were spotted out separately. On Wednesday, but they're both in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, that might mean that they're not together. This would be a good couple, though. It would be. We want them to be together because they're sort of Hollywood A class. Yeah. You know, celebrities. They're up there with, uh, you know, Denzel and people that are A list celebrities. And she's age appropriate. She's age appropriate. I mean, there's she's still a 12 year difference. He's 55, she's 43. In the world of Hollywood, though, that's the same age. I know. <laughs> for men. 100%. For men. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. The story is that they connected on a shoot for Breitling Watches about six months ago. They both look so beautiful in those ads, too. I know. Whoa. And he's going to, they're going to date and he's going to look just like her. That's his favorite thing to do. <laughs> it is. He's going to morph into her. He morphs into her. That's what he does. When you oh. look, if you Google like Brad Pitt looks like his girlfriends. Yeah. It's hilarious. I loved Gwyneth Paltrow. She posted recently, maybe it's us that like to look like Brad. Oh, I mean, look at him. Cute. That was funny. Yeah, Aww. that was funny. He's from my hometown, you know. Oh, he is. Yeah, he went to high school across the highway from me. Yeah. Oh, my god. I mean, gosh. he's older than me, but yeah, yeah. Much older. Yep, and I know his brother. Really? Yes. His name's Doug. Hi, Doug. <laughs> Shout out. He used to listen to my show back home. Oh, my yeah. gosh, I love that. Mm-hmm. We have to follow up on the Chris Brown story. Uh, this got a lot of headlines yesterday and continuing into today. He yes. is, um, is still in Paris. He was released after being arrested. Uh, the story from TMZ this morning is that the police found his rape accuser's story almost impossible to believe. He got a lot of support from celebrities, including Justin Bieber, uh, who were tweeting out about him. And one source connected to the case is telling TMZ the weakest part of the case is the alleged victim's statement to police. So she Mm. told police that Chris Brown raped her in his hotel suite dressing room Mm -hmm. for somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes. She said she went into another room and was raped again by one of Chris Brown's friends. And then she said she was abused for a third time 
in another room. And police are saying this doesn't hold water because she never attempted to leave or alert anyone of the 20 or so people who were in the living room. Yeah, you know, so I'm, that's why police made the decision to release him without any conditions, including uh, he didn't have to surrender his passport or anything. A source close to Chris Brown is saying that police apologized to Chris Brown when they let him go. Mm. Well, I do like the fact that they detained him just in case this was this was true and then fully investigated it. And, you know, it sounds like she could have some mental illness. I'm not I mean, yeah. really, we don't know what's going on with this woman if she's just trying to get money or oh boy but you know yeah it's important to look at right away and it's also important to look at you know chris brown's history which isn't great and so then you've got you know you have that added layer in there and then again i just i think some of these guys like you know i don't know whether they're artists or they're musicians or they're athletes it's like you surround yourselves with so many women And so many people and who knows what alcohol and all that stuff. You're just like asking for trouble. Yes, you are. Yes. Good advice. That should go on a t-shirt. Watch the crew. Watch the crew. (laughs) 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 All right. You can check out Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live this afternoon, three o'clock on five channel five ABC. I'm not going anywhere now though. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. You're right here with us. Coming up next. My talk one Oh seven one, everything entertainment, everything. We love Becca. From The Bachelorette, Minnesota's girl, Becca. We have some Bachelorette or Bachelor news here and just Bachelor Nation. Uh, Elizabeth, I've been wanting to talk about this all morning. I'm so glad that we're finally, you know, the sun is up and now's the time. Here we go. So (laughs) give me the latest on this weird connection that you heard about. All right. You guys remember Chad from uh, The Bachelorette. So Chad was like awful. He was terrible he, he was the yeah. meanest guy he was on jojo's season of the bachelorette okay so it was season 12 he was known as bad chad he landed a spot on bachelor in paradise um but he was sent home after yeah, the first night off. in mexico because he got drunk and he was aggressive with the cast and the crew he was the one who was all about when he was with jojo i mean it was sort of like he's like well i'm not even sure if i'm really into her he ate like five pounds of meat a day. <laughs> He's really the into meat. protein. The meat is what he had like permanent meat sweats. Oh, but gross. he um, but he kept saying, "Well, this is uh, this is also about me seeing if I'm into her." Which yeah, I, I mean, I get, I get it. That, That's yeah, fine. But, but it's also, I mean, and it is about that. You need to make sure that you, if you want to date this person, that you enjoy their company and com- and you're compatible with them too. But at the same time, you went on the Bachelorette. He was like, the wor- he's flash. the worst villain ever. Yeah, he was the worst. Everybody knows uh, what the show is and what it is. <laughs> so now he's spotted uh, holding hands and out and about with Kendra Wilkinson. Oh my gosh, Kendra <gasps> Wilkinson from Girls Next Door, Hugh Hefner's former girlfriend who just divorced Hank Basket. Which, for very good reasons, for by very the way. good reasons. Boy, she tried to make that work, and what? it just did not. Oh, what a joke. Yeah. Oh, boy. They were wow. married for eight years. They were, and we sort of saw, you know, their, they had their life on TV, so we know all about that. But this is really a weird couple. I wonder where they met. I'm fascinated. It's so weird. Yeah. And they're walking out of a restaurant, and he's just, like, beaming. Of course. Of course. Ugh. God. Yuck. I know he's a real human being and we don't really know who he is, but boy, is he, he, he is kind of a douche. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. He, and he continued to be, mm. I mean, he could, it was just, it just seemed like, okay, if you didn't, if, if you're so anti 
this whole, I mean, this process, process yeah. right? I, I mean, because we've been drinking the Bachelor Kool-Aid, Don, clearly. <laughs> yeah, we're using yeah. the lingo. But if you're so anti, then just don't do the show. Exactly. No one is holding a gun to your head and saying you must try to find love on The Bachelorette. And I realize that, you know, I Marley gave me a great book called Bachelor Nation. Yeah. And I haven't made it all the way through there. I do realize that they, it's obvious that they sort of create villains on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. You have to have that. It's just like any story. You have to have an antagonist, you know. But he seemed like a real villain. <laughs> like, he didn't seem like he was putting on an act. No. Just to be the villain. And he got he, drunk and tried to, like, shove people. Oh, my gosh. He just seems like he his celebrity got out of control from that to just his behavior on Bachelor in Paradise. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the new couple alert. Oh, I my gosh. Know. So I have some other news. Okay. Who else? Kendall. Oh, I didn't even look into this. Okay. Because I was waiting for you to tell me. And please don't tell me that Kendall and Grocery Store Joe broke up. They did not break up. They're moving in together. Yes. So Kendall is very smart. She's beautiful. She was really outspoken. She's into taxidermy. Oh, yeah. She's into taxidermy. We thought she was just one of those people that they threw in there just for just for fun, like like the sloth girl or, yeah. or whatever. But she's but super cool. She has a real substantial personality and doesn't really fit in with the whole Bachelor Nation uh you know, just the craziness of it. She kind of stands out as an individual. And I'm so thrilled that she's found someone because she's awesome. She's super nerdy. But at the same time, what a great couple that is. Grocery Store Joe was the guy who got kicked off um, on the first episode of Becca's season. She didn't yes. keep him. And he has a grocery store in Chicago. <laughs> yes. And everyone just like fell in love with him. Like there, he was on one episode. And Alexis was devastated because we were all watching and we were like, wait a minute, that guy's being sent home? Why? I know, I know. He was just the cutest. And so then they brought him back. He's the only person who's only been on one episode of the show to then go on to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> right. So they invited him on Bachelor in Paradise and he meets Kendall and they just like fall in love right away. And then she thinks that he's too nice and she goes to try to date other people on Bachelor in Paradise. And I was like, Kendall, what are you doing? Yeah, this is a on, terrible, do oh my gosh, don't blow this. This Whoa. is such a bad idea. Yeah. And then he went on to go on to Dancing with the Stars. I know. So did he move to LA or she's not moving to Chicago? I am not sure about that. I don't know where I would, I would think that he would stay in Chicago. There's well, I don't know. Maybe Some he doesn't them. always want to have a grocery store. Maybe. He doesn't have to be grocery store Joe. And you know what they need in LA too? Grocery stores. Yeah. So he exactly. could have a grocery store there. <laughs> His own little corner store. The grocery business, sure. it's competitive. It's a real deal. And I actually um miss this because we don't I'm not watching The Bachelor this season. No? I'm not, Elizabeth. I I feel like I'm gonna miss out and not know because you don't just watch this. You end up knowing all of the characters. And now there are like 300 people to keep track of. I know, but there's time. You should catch up. It's I, so good. I'm nervous that I'm going to be behind because I love Bachelor in Paradise so much. And they always take the fresh new people that have been kicked off. You can't watch Bachelor in Paradise if you don't watch The Bachelor because yeah. then you don't know who they are. Exactly. So I might have to catch up. I just don't have a real interest in Colton, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, I know. But the girls are fun. That's true. The girls yeah. are fun. Watch for the girls and not just for Colton. I know, I don't really care about Colton either but tell me the last time you really cared about the bachelor yeah you never the batch they've they've just chosen 
terrible uh, bachelor. Really, I mean, Ari was a disgrace. And speaking of Ari, did you know that he married Lauren on the yes. 12th of January? They got married, yeah. Uh, and I believe, are they pregnant? Yes. Wow. And yep. it, when you think about, we hated him so much. That's because he was so awful to Becca. He was. Plus, he's just milk toast. He's just boring. We didn't even really like him from the beginning. That's true. Um, we were like, who is this guy? Yeah, okay. these two belong together. Ari and Lauren from the beginning. Becca was is way too... Um, She's she's independent. She has a fiery spirit. She's goofy and silly, and she has tons of personality. She has that no was, poker face. That was no, and that <laughs> was it. way too much for Ari to handle. He oh. needed someone who was on his same level of boringness, which is Lauren. Those and dates. That's nice. Those dates that they would go on oh, were so boring to watch, and they would edit them. You know that the producers and and the uh, uh, the DP and everybody were like, "Oh my God, what do we do? What do we they, do?" They barely speak to each other. How I do you bet know? that they pushed him into Becca. Oh yeah, and be, I I would not be surprised if they were like, "You should choose Becca because Becca was." <laughs> so, I mean, everybody loved her, and then yeah. it. I mean, and, and it ended up being that epic, terrible breakup for her, which is so sad that she had to go through that. But I think she would probably say it's worth it. Oh yeah. Oh, and another one that I didn't list here, but did you know that Caitlin Bristow and Jason T? I don't remember how to pronounce his name, but he was kicked off third. On Becca's season. Oh, I love Jason. Okay. He's the best. Are they dating? Oh, yeah, they're dating. No. Yeah, Just after she broke up with Sean Booth. Yes. Yeah, so he, I guess, went on her podcast and asked her out on the podcast. No. And now they are, she's calling him her boyfriend. Well, they were both doing live parties for the epically long premiere <laughs> episode of The Bachelor. That's that went what ruined on me. Until the end of time. I, I actually, that's whenever I stopped. I made it 27 I minutes know, and I they know. hadn't gotten into it and it made me so mad it that I just to get it into off. it. And you don't, just forget that that happened. Okay. And then just watch the rest of the episode yeah. and, you'll, and then you'll start to enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think th- they're spending, they spend too much time on the limo. I, these limo entrances, <laughs> I would like to see them cut that by a third and just do the cocktail party. It's way more fun to see the girls sitting around yeah, and like talking about how weird everyone is. Exactly, and just get it over with. Like you don't have to stretch that the limo arrivals out to an hour because they're just so cheesy too, right, Don? I mean, it's like the sloth thing and these cheesy bits, and then with Colton, it was awful because there was so much reference to his virginity, and I was like, come on. That's another thing that turned me off. I feel like huh. just as a real. I, I just feel like it was a real dis- disservice to him, and I know he's just kind of going with it, but. That guy is more than just his sexuality. I, I don't want anybody just to be labeled by their sexuality. You're just reduced by how many people you've had sex with. <laughs> right. God. I mean, is that all you're reduced to? <laughs> Poor guy. And like, he seems... And that's a tricky number to win with. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's just, come on, don't even bring it up, you know? <laughs> Why do we need to know that? It just seems too personal. And, and you know, people... Are there any virgins on this show? Yeah. Oh, this season? Okay. Uh-huh. So there's one girl who's never kissed anyone. She's 22. She's never kissed anyone. Do you feel like... Just side note, when you were 22, you had a (laughs) five-year-old. That's true. Right? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely had kissed someone before. Yes. And, you know, it's just amazing to me that they find these people. Like, I I hear, hear, and I've looked at her picture, she's beautiful. Not that, like, okay, if you haven't been kissed, that means you're ugly. No, I'm just saying, it seems a little hard to believe. Marley doesn't think it's true. Really? Yeah, she thinks that that's, that's made up. Oh, do you think they're saying that? Are they, of course, that portion of it? uh, Are they leading up to him kissing her? I have no idea because she didn't get a ton of attention in the last episode. Okay, she told him in two episodes ago, she told him that she'd never kissed anyone. And he was like, wow, wow, whoa. 
And then she didn't get, she was only, the last episode was about a feud between the pageant girls and she was only Mm -hmm. there as supporting staff. Supporting staff. (laughs) It doesn't look good for her. Wow. She's so cute though. Oh boy. Okay. Um, we are, I don't know what we're going to do next. I'll be honest. Well, we'll just find, we've got lots of other little things to talk about here and there. We could tell you about some fun ways to make your home. Great. I really, I want to jump off of a conversation you had with Stephanie Hansen yesterday that I was listening to Mm. about getting rid of some things. Oh, Kamari. I want to push you over the edge. Can we do that next? Oh, for sure. Let's do that next. Thanks for hanging in with us. Jason and Alexis are gone right now. Uh, It's Don McLean with Sonny and Elizabeth Reese on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. It's a snowy Thursday in Minnesota, but it's beautiful, fluffy snow out there. But be careful driving. I am Don McLean, producer for Jason and Alexis. Uh, Jason is still on the mend. He's getting better, and we wish him well. He'll be back next week with us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As well as Alexis, who's in Puerto Rico right now, having the time of her life with Borden overseas. She's loving the <laughs> warm weather. Oh my gosh, you guys, I took a little break to help my husband get the kiddos out the door this yes. morning and into the car and... It is so cold. I mean, and I, I'm born and raised here. I mean, I was born in Cambridge. I grew up in Apple Valley. This is no joke. I understand how this operates. But wowzers. I had my big fluffy boots on, a hat on, and my full length down coat. And I was frozen. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And we're in for it. I mean, we are in it. You guys, mm. you got to, like, make yourself some hot toddies at night. You got to get the bubble baths going. This is the January freeze. This is the type of weather that makes people want to put their house on the market in the spring. <laughs> I mean, this is house market. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, polar vortex level. Oh, my gosh. It is pretty cold. I will say I, I've, I've felt like uh, I need to turn this into a business venture, start a travel company called... Um, escape Minnesota and just have it be open between December through March (laughs) or April. It snowed in the last weekend of April last year. The key is you've got to get a couple trips out. I just did a trip to Palm Springs a couple (gasps) weeks ago for my sister's bachelorette party, which was fantastic. Yeah. And then, um, and it wasn't super hot, but it was like 75, which felt amazing. And then I, um, I go to California again at the beginning of March. Oh, and exciting. I found like if you're if you can't do it's hard for me to do a full week with sure. the kids and uh-huh. it's hard like to get away and do a full week in Mexico or something. I applaud those of you who do, but um if I can sneak in like two long weekends, yes. I feel better about life. Oh my gosh. Listen guys, you got to save your airline miles and I, then buy I, tickets. Every year I'm like, "Oh, I should have saved money so that I can go somewhere." 
You know, a lot of people I know that's like a non-negotiable. They have a certain amount, whatever, it, you know, whatever. If you're going to do like a trip, what is it? Probably a trip to Mexico is probably $2,000, right? Uh, well, yeah. You know what? You can go if you do an all ex, uh, all, ex, all inclusive, all inclusive place. You can find great like Apple vacations yeah. has great vacations where you can just the whole thing's included and you can go for can stay at a pretty nice place for under a thousand dollars for yourself and yeah. then what you have to do is just you got to put a little bit of money away every single month in a secret account that you can't see <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's the, key. the key so that you, you can't, can't move touch it, it. And you yes. can't take it yes see, oh, i'm a my big gosh. proponent of secret accounts oh i hide boy. money from myself all the time <laughs> from yourself yes. yes who do you have to hide it from myself yes absolutely oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. i just you know i'm carrying over 80 Hours of vacation from last year, Elizabeth. Don McLean. Use that now. That's the max. I, I didn't know. even know you were allowed to do that. Yeah, that is the absolute max. So I'm carrying over all of my vacation days from last year. Oh, sister, you've got to take some vacation days. I know. Look at Sonny. She'll come in and help. Sonny. I know. See? Yeah. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> She's like, I'm here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, uh, you are one of those people who doesn't use your vacation. I use every last day. I want every to. Every last day. But it just feels like there's always something going on. You know, uh, they've been here for a long time, so they each have their own a lot, a lot of vacation, well, way yeah. more than I do. And it seems like every time I try... Somebody else is gone, or something's going. We have project down and dirty, or oh, you got to you know, make some arrangements. You have oh. to take. You've got to take the time off. Yes, you have to take the time off, and then you have to use that time to get rid of your tiki collection of stuff. Oh my god, yes. You need to so take a vacation true. to Marie Kondo your house. Oh yeah, you know what? I want to talk about that tomorrow with you, but let's talk about it a little bit here. We can talk about it twice. It doesn't matter. I was so, listening to you talk about it with Stephanie Hansen. Yes, and discussing um, that you have this collection of things that doesn't even represent who you are as a person anymore. Yes. And I was yelling at the radio. I was, I was driving yesterday very early and I was like, Dawn, you need to let it go. You've got to let it go. You can let it go. <gasps> I know. I'm going to take a picture of it today and show everybody and put it on my Instagram, Dawn at Dark, so you can see the insanity. It's, I like it's that really... idea of taking a picture of something and keeping it versus actually keeping the thing. Great idea. Yeah, it is. Sonny, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. I got that from Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, I need to do that. And um, just cleaning out things, it feels so good. There's like so many pictures out there online, right? About Everybody's people doing this yes. yes i found these 50 before and after pictures that prove that the KonMari method brings major joy that's the headline and it's marie kondo who wrote the life-changing magic of tidying up yes she's this lovely japanese woman who um now has a four episode series on netflix where she goes to people's houses and helps them tidy up and yeah. finds the joy in letting things go and people are going crazy this will totally inspire you maybe we can post this somewhere don this link oh sure because yeah. um so that people can go through these photos if you're feeling like you want some inspiration to clean out and get rid of thing and you things use her method of putting everything in the center of the room and touching each item finding out if it sparks joy and then thanking it for its service and sending it on its way if it doesn't and, and i know some people think that's hokey like your cohort Steve Patterson, doesn't he think it's hokey? I don't know, but he <laughs> we can't listen to him on everything. <laughs> no. Or anything. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, if I could just bring to the listeners what he does during commercial breaks, it's so hysterical. Oh, gosh. He comes into the prep room 
during their show, and he will. It's like a stand-up routine every time. Every time. That's he, how it he's, is. he's so funny, and I just laugh my butt off. I love him. I so. feel the same way. I totally agree. And he's coming up next. He is coming up next with Donna. So check that out. I'm sure they'll have a great show. I hear their uh, commute was pretty bad, oh, though. They'll complain. Oh, for sure. Coming up next, and we'll talk to Elizabeth again tomorrow. And Sonny, thanks for hanging with us. Love you, girl. You be you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.